been searching for a podcast that can motivate you, inspire you, and teach you about business and life all at the same time. Well, we've got you covered. This is Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. Whether you're seeking to unlock the secrets of real estate success or seeking guidance in the world of marketing and coaching, you're in the right place, helping to educate and motivate you through real-life experiences with work and life. We'll uncover stories like how a family's homeowning dream turned into their living truth or how a struggling rookie transformed into a top realtor. You'll find there's always a way forward, pushing the boundaries of what's possible. This is Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. And now your host, Matt Sochi. All right. Welcome to Beyond the Blueprint. My name is Matt Sochi. I'm your host, and I have Yvonne Gallegos here. Hello, Welcome, hello. Yvonne. Um, today, we have an exciting episode and interview, and we're going to talk about going from nursing to real estate. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I read an interesting quote, and I just wanted to throw it in there, that um, might reach out to somebody that doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Yes. So think about that. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. That's and so I, true. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of like touching. Like A lot of people kind of doubt themselves. So they just don't even make a move. They don't even do it, right? And then if you don't do something, then it's never going to happen. It's like that other one. What if I fail, but what if you fly? <laughs> Ain't that it? Yeah. Something I think like so, that. Yeah. yeah. So that's our quote for this this uh, this week, we'll call it. But I thought that was really cool. Um, I first want to say thank you, everybody who follows us um, on Beyond the Blueprint. We are on all podcast channels, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbeam, uh, Amazon, and Apple. We're also on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, make sure you take a like and subscribe, and let's get it kicked off. So today we have Yvonne here. Yvonne and I have known each other for, what, about two years? No, more than that. More? Yeah, it might have been more, right? Yeah. 2020, maybe? 2020. Oh, this yeah. year's almost over. <laughs> yeah. Well, we started working together when it was, uh, up, you know. COVID? Yeah. End of COVID. Yeah, right? okay. 2020? I think so. How did we meet? Multiple offers. Oh, well, um, the, my old broker. Okay. She says, I think he would be a good, because I had started out with real estate. I was more, had more like listings initially. Gotcha. So you're on the sales side. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't really had connected with um, buyers that much. Okay. And then I felt like I didn't have that connection with like a go-to lender. And she's like, I think you would like him. He's very... He's very upbeat. <laughs> I think you guys have the same views. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I do recall that. And then uh, we started just talking and here we are today. I sent you well, some clients and then, yeah. So you sent a good amount. Mm -hmm. We got them all closed, right? Yeah. Awesome. So tell us a little about yourself, um, where you're from and, you know, well, I always, off from there. Nobody can believe that I'm like a true Floridian. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Like, really? Here. No, they always think that I'm from somewhere else. The I think the majority of people that live in Florida aren't from here. But they say even that I talk like I'm from where up north. I get New That's York. I get New Jersey. I get everything <laughs> else. I'm from Connecticut, so I, I get it. I thought you know it's really weird. So being up in New England, I was like, oh man, you know when when you come to Florida, I was like, oh y'all, and thought it would be all country, and it's like the complete opposite. It's very, 
it's very rare. I don't hear all the crazy accents. Go to Georgia. Oh yeah. You go to Georgia. Yeah. It's uh it's no. in the further north. We we <laughs> went uh, to buy because you know my husband he's a subcontractor so he does like the grading and all that stuff. So he went and got his machines up in uh, Tennessee in Chattanooga and he's like he needs to bring them to our cabin. Our <laughs> our road up like we have renders there now and I'm like all right just hug the sides because it's riveting right and we have our own HOA if it's even being used and um it's just it's so we'll go get groceries and i'm like oh man i was like babe we should buy a tote or something because when we get up to the cabin mm-hmm. shit's everywhere i mean you got <laughs> stuff everywhere so maybe uh, we'll have to get them up there there's a lot of business for it up there in georgia and blue ridge yeah. was it sure. when they answered them like yeah we're over here chattanooga when are you coming out <laughs> <laughs> so you've been in florida your whole life yeah where are you from well i mean i traveled a lot vacationing but well i, I know that yeah but this is... So where'd you grow up? Um, in a small town called LaBelle. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, LaBelle. Yes. Wow. So where's that for people that aren't from Florida? It where's LaBelle on the map like in Florida? Like 30 minutes, 40 minutes east of Fort Myers. Okay. Mm-hmm. East I, of, yeah. I have traveled through LaBelle like to go to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Like, travel through LaBelle to go, go to... Go up... Uh, whatever. 27, Road, 27. yeah. And or to go to Miami, I like going that way. I don't like going to Alligator Alley. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. Especially if there's an accent, you never. Get I off prefer it. to go that way. Yeah. So when I think of LaBelle, like I think in my head, acres, farmers, and cows, and a river. In a river. Yeah. Where's the river? The river goes right through town. It's just a little town too. Yeah. It's, it's, okay, so you grew up there. Grew Did up they have there. a high school there? Or yeah, yeah, school? yeah. Okay. Right. High school. Did all the grade school there? Well, I was the first out of my mom's kids to grow be born in florida everybody and uh so what what'd you do so obviously the purpose of this interview and podcast is to really kind of show others that if you're in a situation maybe with your career or family or whatever it might be is there's opportunities out there so tell us a little bit about like so you graduated from high school mm-hmm. we don't have to, we don't have to give the year don't worry about that um but you graduated high school and recently there you go um <laughs> And even like I have kids that are in that age, you know, one of them works with us, Jalen, who's phenomenal and Jada is doing dual enrollment, but a lot of the kids don't know where to go, right? They don't know where they, what they want to do for a living or, you know, is college the right choice and stuff like that. So walk me through kind of like after high school, what well, was your growing up because my dad, he passed away when I was 15, but it was ingrained like you go to college, that's what you do. Right. That that's what you do. Because his he had older children. Um, lawyer, ner- lawyer, nurse, and teacher. Gotcha, okay. So they were all like his oldest was a lawyer. Everybody was educated and that was the way to go. And he graduated, I think, with associates or something. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> but he was a just different. All his kids are, were different from from his personality. But um, he was very peopley, so he was always, you know, self-employed doing stuff. Gotcha. Okay. But um, so it was always ingrained college, college. That's and I was always pretty much academic. I would say I get my street smarts, my my hood smarts from my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're all like that too. Like I was like that growing up too. It's like even grandpa, like he put away money for college, right? Everything was for college, college, and he was a um, vice president for big company worldwide but water paper company 
and it was always like you got to go to school you got to do this you got to do that so i mean i could relate to that too so it was always pretty much i knew you know and he always thought kind of told me i think you should do something in the medical field so it kind of stuck with me and then i wanted to be a pharmacist okay yeah and i pretty much didn't study for the test to get into pharmacy school and that was like the trending thing when i was in college like everybody wanted to be a pharmacist so i took all the chemistries all the stuff i did everything organic blah 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 calculus stuff you know you never need in real life so um because as a pharmacist all you gotta do is kind of count right yeah, and then Pills, I worked huh? in pharmacy. No, yeah. they don't even do that. They make all the techs do that. Oh, okay. They just look at the script and say, all right, let it rip. Let it rip. Yeah. Um, so I did that, and that's what I wanted to do for a while. Then I I was in college for a change my major like three times because in pharmacy school, I'm like, ah, you know, I didn't study. Maybe well, time out on that. I think that's very valid. I think there's a lot of people that do that. What, change their major? Yeah. I was a biology major at one point. I had this teacher, though, she's, like, in love with birds and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is not me. I love birds. Well, she was an ornithologist. Okay. All right, so you switched your major. Yeah, and then I said, what am I going to do with that? I'm not going to do that. So I switched, and then my mom was kind of bugging me. You know, you need to figure something out. You need to. So then I was like, well, what about nursing? <laughs> so you just literally, like, <laughs> threw it up in the air and said, I'm doing nursing. That's it. Yeah, I went to the health admission, whatever, at the thing, college, and, you know, pick one. Pick one. Yeah. So what do you do? But then at my first clinical, I cried. Do you have to go to a different school for nursing? No, like, you have the thing. But they send you to the nursing home the first semester. Gotcha. So what college were you going to? They're FGCU. Well, I went to, it used to be Edison. It's FSW now. Yeah, And then I transferred. To FGCU. Uh, Yeah, to FGCU. Good basketball team. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least were. I don't know. Well, it was Dunk City or whatever. Dunk right? City. Yeah. It was a couple yeah. years. Uh, that was when my, my little brother was going there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. You, you're like, I'm going to be a nurse. You did all that. and Yeah. All right. I didn't know what the hell I got myself into. I mean, nursing is, is very interesting. I mean, I talk to a lot of clients or buyers that are nurses, and I'm like, whoa, all right. A, you got a job that pays well. B, the hours I get, it's a lot of overtime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a job that you never have to worry about. Well, what I loved about it is that um, I never really, only the first four years of my career that I stayed and was like on a team and I was like a charge nurse and I was doing all that kind of stuff. Then after that, I was just like hopping wherever the contracts were. You know, did travel assignment. So, did you travel? Not out local. Like I did read region. But all right, I like in the area. Yeah, yeah. So you, anywhere from like Port Charlotte, Sarasota, all the way down here, Naples. Gotcha. You okay. In, everywhere in between, I worked at every hospital, and it's like a little network. Like you see people, and you're like, I worked with them at some point somewhere. <laughs> like I can't remember because I'm bad with names. Sometimes. Was it ever a hospital, or was it like urgent cares? Or no, like- I was always in the hospital. Gotcha. Okay. And there's a whole bunch of different levels of nursing too, right? Mm -hmm. But I always never liked, like I would get, when you take contract work, they usually give you like the shitty assignment because you're getting paid the most as opposed to the people that are, (laughs) you know, benefited. So I would be like in the ICU or, you know, I'd get, go to all different departments. I was never really in the same when I would take those kind of contracts okay and um and even between hospitals like when i did nch i was like in between downtown in the midtown and here, yeah mockley wherever no, Mock- mockley well, road, road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 sorry mockley road. yeah so like i would be wherever how many years have you were you a nurse so you graduated from school you went like yeah, how many years were you that i worked at it full-time 
That's it. Yeah. Let's see. Can you count? Probably 10. Wow. Long time. Which I, I think this goes into a good point. Like when I worked for corporate America, so I was a manager, you know, in leadership with AT&T and it was just the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And that got to a point where I was just like, I cannot grow or move to where I wanted to. Right. And I couldn't because I couldn't relocate and all these different mm-hmm. things. Um, so what was it? So obviously now you're a realtor. What was it? Like if you could just close your eyes and think of that moment, what was that moment where you're like, I want to go into real estate? Well, it was probably after eight years ish in nine years. And what was it? Like, did you have a trigger or something? Like, what was it? Well, what made me actually do it was after I had my son. I had the little break. Okay. Yeah. When I was pregnant, All working right. on my feet, and I came just- home one day and I was like, I think I went into labor, like preterm labor the next week, but I'm like, something's got to give. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is not my passion, but I was already thinking about it probably two years before that around that time I used to live on we had a house on the water and I was always like liking real estate with somebody like were you friends with maybe some realtors or were you just curious about it I was friends with with a realtor okay and that's like when you buy a house and you didn't use your friend uh, those are and the then best they're ones. gonna come. To the- <laughs> those are the best. I see those memes all the time on Facebook. They're hilarious. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so rude of me. <laughs> you know what's crazy too? Like sometimes I'll have people reach out to me after they, you know, their realtor recommended their mortgage person, and then maybe things, you know, hit the fan, and then they reach out to me, and I'm like, we've been friends. Like, do you not see my Facebook, which is just. <laughs> mortgages real estate but sometimes it's i find it easier sometimes it's easier to work with strangers than it is to work with i could see that or like something because you know i mean for me it's it's probably a little bit different because it's more financial but we don't share your stuff i mean Mm -hmm. it's illegal but b you know i'm just like don't you see facebook like i don't know if i even post regular stuff anymore i try to but it's like it gets buried in sharing this liking this doing (laughs) this you know yeah 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 so that was it you you had a baby you left nursing and you're like this is my opportunity and then i just like the fact the appreciation isn't it a beautiful thing you know all the money you make off of when you sell your house <laughs> so i liked that and i think then we bought you it as the seller not the realtor because you didn't know probably right no and th- but then i know the second time that i bought my house i felt like i wasn't explained a few things as far as inspection and things like that. And I bought a house with, on the water with seawall and everything else, you know, mm. Bodog. So I felt like the, so was some missing connecting dots there with the process. So I was like, hey, you know, I think I wish I would have known this. Like I would do things differently. Right. Oh, you had to do a short sale a- up north. Well, that's what ended up happening because everybody else was doing it. And my house that I bought, the townhouse brand new, was close to $400,000. It was probably worth two. So I short sold Oh, what year was that? 2012, 13, around there maybe. Oh, okay. You know, it's it's it, that was a time like up in Connecticut it was a little bit slower start compared to Florida. Florida was like, oh, you're, you're foreclosing your house? I think I'm going to do the same, you know? And it, it, I think it became just a domino effect. And the smart investors that had money were like, scoop it, scoop it, scoop yeah. it, buy it, buy it, buy it. 
Um, I wish I would have been smart. I think everybody, that's going back in time, what is something... Yeah. You but know, I, in reality, I could have because I was, you know, making good money as a nurse and I was only like 25. And I, I remember seeing those signs, 35K duplex. I'm like, what? So but I was worried about doing other things, you know, no, I, I, traveling, doing I other it. stuff. <laughs> Me and my husband, we lived, we didn't, we were married for 10 years before we had, almost 10 years before we had my son. So we lived like two little old retired people we traveled <laughs> you know hung out we went to the islands down in the caribbean we went everywhere just did everything and i think that kind of tied into how a lot of nurses think now you kind of live in the moment because you see the harsh reality that you may not ever get there yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you you take advantage what if i don't get to live that retired life you know people that right. work that same job and so you went to real estate and how many um places have you worked in real estate because i see people all the time they're switching from one brokerage to another brokerage i only switch once that's it no yeah okay yeah. all right cool and obviously now you work with john r woods uh -huh. all right awesome and um talk to me a little bit about how you think maybe your last job because i talk about this i i didn't like like i don't talk shit about my last job but I left for certain reasons, right? I wanted growth and kind of do my own thing, which is here we are. But I learned a lot of great things, you know, that helped, oh, yeah, helped me now in my career. So like, if you had to pick out a couple things that you learned from that job that helps you today, what would those things be? Really good, not really good, but better at just assessing people. Okay. Like, I can that's see what that. you do. Like relationships, analyzing who you, you kind of see who's in it for the right reasons, who's in it, you know, who's wait. Do you think people are in real estate for the wrong reasons? I think they think it's a lot easier than what it is. I'll tell you what, I don't care if it's real estate or mortgages, it is not easy. No, not at all. Because when you first start out, everybody's got their own click. Everyone's got their own realtor, the mortgage broker, the title company, it's like a big click, right? I think overcoming that wall right overcoming that wall and objection 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 takes a lot of time and you really got to separate yourself from other people i think is is the thing is and there's a lot of people that go into real estate or mortgages fun fact 2020 there was over 200,000 mortgage brokers how many do you think there are today less than 100 i think it's 98,000 yeah good for me i mean i love <laughs> it but a lot of people dropped out because times are changing right and if you yeah. have a fixed mindset and well, not a yeah a lot of people went into real estate because it was a good idea what, everybody thought it was yeah everybody yeah. thought it was a good idea to buy a house <laughs> well interest rates are cheap i mean you can make 50 grand a year and buy it's no convincing house. everybody thought it was a good idea to buy everybody thought it was a good idea to sell you know i, I sold them bought yeah <laughs> who didn't it took no convincing on the other end right I think the true salespeople, and I say salespeople not like trying to sell, but the true salespeople that know how to connect with people are the ones. Or want to. Or want to. to be intentional. There's some people now, they, I mean, they can't even pick up their phone, you know? Even people I do, I'm like, just pick up your phone. Like, I'm not calling, maybe it's bad news, but I want to give you some kind of news or an update, right? Don't be scared. Like, I think people that are around now that are still sticking around are the ones that, um, that are adaptive. 
right? So if you look at things like you got to have a growth mindset, things are changing. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. It's a changing and market. Everything going on. Even that lawsuit. Oh man, I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have people out, realtors out in NAR right now in California and they're still, that's going to be a long, long thing before it even becomes a thing. But we got to prepare now. You do. And that's being adapted. Like if we weren't talking about it, I guess it wouldn't even be a thought, but um, it's there. It's there. But when I came out, this is how I look at things. When I came out of nursing school, I went to go work at a place. I won't say where it is locally, but it was rough. And there was no there was no lab team. There was no IV team, you know, and I used to tell other people, other nurses, I was like, hey, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So I feel like, okay, I left um, to do this full time. You know, recent about I still kept that other job like it wasn't my income. It was just there for security because whatever, you know, one day a month, two days a month. (laughs) Just yeah <clears throat> because i didn't want i just wanted my foot in the door right so i left yeah so i think and now coming out into this changing market when it wasn't the easy market it's like if i can make it now i know i'm gonna make it yeah and it's, it's how many years have you done real estate four and a half yeah all right so a little bit longer than i've been doing mortgages and to still be doing it today and i know you're successful um we do deals together but you do a lot of other things with you know selling and stuff like that is that we are here for the long term mm-hmm. and not here for the you know we're not quitting our taco bell job to go do real estate during covid and then go back to it you know <laughs> i mean it just doesn't make sense like you got to go plow through it you got to plow through the good you got to plow through the bad that's so why i was like oh i better start um where the team where i work with now she's like Telling this other guy that helps us with our, um, what is it, our social media and stuff. Right. Like, oh, Yvonne, she needs to um, hustle down because, you know, she's there. She just needs to push harder. So I know that I would always tell, send you stuff and you would post it for me because I wouldn't really be a poster, you know, stuff. But. It's hard because if you're not used to doing it, like the big thing in, um, in this world that we're in now, right? Mm-hmm. is you got to be um, comfortable being uncomfortable. Think about this room. Like, look around. Like, we have lights, cameras, sound machines. Do you think I knew how to use this? I had this in here for two years before I even hit the play button or record button. Two years. And you know what? I said, I'm going to do it. Screw <laughs> it. going to do it. And, you and could, that's how you have to be. You just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to do it. And just be consistent. Don't and, think about it. Just do it. And I think... Um, they're great. It just takes time, mm-hmm. you know. It takes time, like doing something like this, and then by the time we get this done and edit it and take the stuff from, the, it's going to take a little bit. But I turn it into like a hobby. Doing have, stuff. Like have that. fun with it. Yeah, and if you if you turn something into something that you like, like you're passionate about, mm-hmm. then it's not work. Like our jobs. Like I'm passionate. I'm sure you're passionate about your job, and it's not like I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, I have to go to work today. Like I work every day. Even on holidays sometimes. like uh, somebody I feel out. like that now too. But it's not working. It's connecting, no. right? Yeah. yeah. You're not like, oh, I have to go to the office. I have to sit in front of the laptop for five hours, get a lunch break at noon. Like we're on our own terms. Mm-hmm. You know, That's a good and a bad thing. That's, That's why I have more accountability. 
since I joined, uh, joined the teams, like kind of like checking in, you know, and got the resources with the numbers in front of you. Write down your goal so you can measure it, you know, because you, you really to need goals. to know. Yeah. But write it down. And what was your it. goal this year in real estate? <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> Ten million. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know if that's aggressive. It's close. Okay. But not there. Okay. But that's. I mean, I didn't really want to put a number. But yeah. So. But I don't sell like the. You know. Um. I think what you said is really important. Goals. If you don't have goals, you have nothing to achieve. Right. I did goals with my team two years ago. And I was asked, what's my goal? And my, my goal, I didn't do it, but it was to do one po- podcast a month. And this was in 2022. And I've done more in probably this month than I've done ever, you know, in one month. I think we have 12 or something like that. But you got to set goals. But for work, like, my goal was to help 100 families, either refi, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. And we were able to do it. And, I, like, it feels good. So now I'm thinking, like, probably you is how do you what are you going to do next year to vamp that even if you miss it's okay to miss your goal right it happens but at least yeah. you were keeping track of it i'm sure right mm-hmm. but i know where i kind of slipped up because i didn't where? put my ass in gear till about like march did you take a, a vacation no i was just sticking to my old habits Hmm. Okay. Not expecting a change. Okay. You're not going to get results with your same um, well, it's, it's That the, makes sense? It's the, uh, <laughs> what is it, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and getting the same results. Okay. But I know I'm already planning for next year. All right, good. Now. <laughs> um, all right, so let's play a game. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I have here, here I'll slide this over. Here, slide it over there. So there's words on these pieces of paper, okay? It's the first time it's ever done on the show. I want you to pick a piece of paper and tell me or tell everyone what that means to you. Okay. Let's grab one. Close my eyes. Yeah, you better close your eyes because you can see right through it. Innovation. All right, hold it up. What'd you get, innovation? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what does that word mean to you? Let me take a second to think about it. And I want everybody else too, if you're listening, just think of that word. What does it mean to you or what impact has it had in your life? That's me. Change. From one extreme to... To me, that means kind of like change. Do something that's different. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So I feel like the times change, I change with... Yeah, because if you don't, then what? You're left behind. You're in the Mm -hmm. dust. Did you ever... Well, obviously, you know this, but so remember Blockbuster? Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was like a big deal. Like Friday nights, I'm going to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. did my chores for the week. Yeah. Please, mom, please. <laughs> and they had an opportunity. Remember Netflix came out mm-hmm. and you had to like sign up and they would mail you DVDs and you would have to pray they weren't scratched. But if you didn't return, they charge you for them. Blockbuster had an opportunity to buy Netflix. And they said, oh, that, that won't work. That's stupid. Right? I never knew that. I yeah. never like read into it. Yeah. So Netflix, obviously, what well, we all have now, right? Mm-hmm. We pay or 20. Or we steal somebody's password. Or steal up to yeah. whatever. So it's like 25, 26 <laughs> bucks a month, right? They're a $300 billion company. Blockbuster had a chance to buy them because they were a new company. 
and they said, oh, that won't do it. And Netflix really innovated and said, all right, we can make this cool. And now it's huge, right? So now mm-hmm. it's Hulu and all these other different things that stemmed off it. So um, that's kind of like the fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Yeah. Blockbuster, there's one left. Did you know that? No. It's in Alaska. That makes sense. I think it's in Alaska. Don't yeah, quote me yeah. on that. I think it's like a tourist attraction. They might have movies here, but I don't, I don't know. It's a tourist. It's just there. Just It's cool. I don't know if their popcorn's any good anymore, but... Oh, yeah, know. they did used to have oh, like candy best. and everything. All right. I'm going with... Passion. Okay. So what does passion mean to me? I think I talk about this a lot. It might be more work-geared, right? But passion... Passion, if you do not have passion, it doesn't have to be work, but in anything, you're never going to give it your best effort. Mm-hmm. You're never going to give it your best effort. And I remember back at at t we used to do a lot of like leadership meetings and stuff like that. But there was one vice president, general manager, that always said, you got to be a peak performer, like a, almost like a mountain peak, right? And it stood for passion, energy action and knowledge so you got to have passion for what you're doing if that's helping clients or you know helping families or relationships whatever it might be you got to have passion and then you know that's tied into enthusiasm and energy and taking action upon things whether good or bad and you know in our industry be knowledgeable i think passion is just you got to feel from your heart well if you don't have a passion then you're not going to want to learn about it you're not going to be knowledgeable yeah and you're unmotivated you know yeah and I think passion gives you like the driving, we'll call it turbine, you know, to get you from point A to point B. Like think of an airplane, you know, the engines, the turbine engines. Not that those are passionate engines, but it's <laughs> simulating the two is that that gets you from point A to point B. And I think that if you're not passionate about what you do, like I wake up every morning freaking pumped. You see it sometimes with deals and I'm like, ah, la, 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 la. And I'm like <laughs> and it's not caffeine. It's just like I'm genuinely excited about the day, every day. And it's because... I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So that's my thought of passion. And it's staying passionate even when things aren't going your way. Been there. Which is hard. Been there. I have deals <laughs> like, if you only knew behind the scenes some of the stuff that goes on, even on deals that we've had, you know, it's like, okay, how am I, how do we figure this out, right? It's always a puzzle. Everybody's a puzzle mm-hmm. in our world. And you'd be like surprised. That's why half the time we don't tell the stories. But, um, they all get done but you're right if you're like F this I don't care I'm not doing this anymore. you could easily just throw in the towel and call it a day and I think that passion and for some people out there I, I talk to a lot of you on the side a lot of you guys are friends but a lot of you I know are also not happy with what you're doing and I think you gotta find that passion to be able to overcome whatever it is and be able to do what you want and that's why we open it up with like doubt don't ever doubt yourself doubt kills your um, dreams more than failure ever will. I failed a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I remember crying on my second loan, literally in tears. Why? Because there's a lot of rules and I didn't know them. <laughs> you know, you even just at, jump right in. Even at like probably 400 plus loans close, like I'm still learning stuff. Like they, the FHA 4000.1 handbook came out with a new thing. Okay. You know, and, but we learn, you know, as every day is, which also goes into passion and innovation and stuff like that too. 
definitely. I've got one last question for you. Okay. So, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self? I won't put an age on it, but if anything, like, what's one piece of advice? There's so many. But how old? College? Let's, let's, let's go 22. It's about the end of college, right? Oh, okay. It's okay to be invested a little bit. You need balance. So vested as far as don't live like a retired person and not care. You know, like do a little bit of think Like it's okay if you have to work harder, it seems, than other people to get where you want to be. Just keep working. Okay. I think that's good advice. Good advice. Um, I won't share mine. I've already shared it. Oh, you're, you're, yeah. But I feel like my advice changed over time. Okay. Like, di- di- let's just say, like, different eras, the 20s mm-hmm. and 30s. I had to rewire my whole mindset whenever I became a realtor. I agree. I d- it was just more of a self-employed thing. Because I always was, like, a scared, scaredy cat. There's some fear. I mean, there's fear in everything, right? But, you know, the only way to overcome it is to keep working at it, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Yvonne, thank you so much for joining. Um, obviously, Yvonne, she serves all of Southwest Florida. So if you're looking to buy or sell your home, she is an awesome person to contact. How can people reach out to you? Um, Facebook, DM me, Instagram. Okay. Yvonne sells Southwest Florida Paradise, SWFL. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and you don't have to give out your phone number or anything, but do you have an email address too? Yeah, Yvonne at topagentflorida.com. Top agent. Love it. That's my team. Seven. That's my team, <laughs> Top Agent Team Florida. Um, <laughs> I've worked with Yvonne personally on, on a bunch of deals. She is excellent at what she does. She's not scared to pick up the phone and make deals happen, but also if things hit the fan, um, she is there to support you, back you, and um, just an incredible person. So I'm so happy to have you on the show on Beyond the Blueprint. Yes, thank you. And um, so obviously here you heard a great real life story. This is what the show is all about. Um, we're not here to necessarily talk about mortgages and all this stuff, but it's really about just maybe somebody out there today is a nurse and maybe they want to get into real estate and maybe you gave them some, you know, we'll call them nuggets, golden nuggets, and maybe the, the umph to go to that. Or to just make that change, any change. You've been listening to Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. Matt's passion is to talk about breaking the mold and exploring the uncharted territories of mortgages, real estate, faith, marketing, coaching, and so much more. Helping to show you there's always a way forward. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook and on all the major podcast channels at Beyond the Blueprint. See you next time.